In this episode, we look at the science behind why change in your life is inevitable and why you should just embrace it. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change. episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, I want to dive into the idea of change, why it's such a scary thing, why it is in fact inevitable, and why we kind of need to just embrace it, why that is the best choice that we have ahead of us. Now, if you are facing a lot of changes in your life, there is something that can help. Support for today's episode comes from BetterHelp. BetterHelp is an online platform making professional counseling accessible, affordable, and convenient. So anyone who struggles with life's challenges can get help anytime, anywhere. They do this by matching you with licensed professional counselors that fit your needs and preferences. All you have to do is answer a few questions, get matched, and start getting the support that you need. Now, I've been going to therapy on and off for more than five years, and it was a massive help to me, especially when dealing with tough things like when my business failed in 2016 or when my dad passed away in 2017. One thing I love about using BetterHelp is the fact that you can communicate by whatever way works best for you. If you like texting, you can do that. If you want to get on a phone call, you can do that. If you want to do video, you can do that. BetterHelp has built a platform that allows therapists and individuals to work together in whatever way works best for them, which is awesome, especially right now during a pandemic. So get started today. Head over to www.betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps and use the discount code tiny leaps to get 10% off your first month. That's www.betterhelp.com slash tiny leaps coupon code tiny leaps. Many people are afraid of change. Whether or not that change is good or bad, we tend to want to hold on to the things we know and have experience with. This is the same reason why people tend to be more willing to take action in order to move away from pain than they are to actually gain pleasure. Your life might not be great right now, but you've come to terms with that. You've absorbed that idea into a part of your identity, and so losing it becomes painful. This is such a powerful human trait that many industries, including politics, are able to use it against us. This is something that I saw very clearly during the Democratic primary this past year. I volunteered with the Bernie Sanders campaign. I don't think I've made any secret of that. And I went around door knocking in New Hampshire to try and convince people who were voting for other candidates, as well as motivate the people who wanted to vote for Bernie. And something I heard often was this, quote, I love Bernie. I think Medicare for all is the right thing to do. I just don't think we can do it. Now, this always confused me. What do you mean? What do you mean we can't do it? This is it. This is doing it. By voting for a candidate who supports specific policies, you make those policies happen, or at least you increase the chances of them happening. Then as I thought about it more, I realized what was actually going on. Because if you ask the average Democrat at this time, and honestly, the average American, whether or not they believed that everyone should have health care, you would have likely gotten a yes. And this is even before the pandemic. 
Now, if you ask them whether or not they thought it was okay to pay more in taxes to make that possible, still a majority at the time would have said yes. And we saw this in the polling. But even though they believed that, they would cast their vote for the opposite person because the messaging in the Democratic Party and in the Republican Party was presented as, hey, Medicare for all means you lose your existing health insurance. It didn't actually matter if people liked their health insurance plans or not. It didn't matter whether or not people could clearly see that Medicare for all would be a better system. All that mattered was the fear of losing what they already had. And the comms professionals behind these different candidates and these different parties recognized that and used that fear as their main marketing message. Now, of course, this is simplifying a really complex issue that has a lot of nuanced arguments around it. But the point is this. We are afraid of change, no matter how good that change might be. And when a change does happen, it's only once we've had time to normalize it that we become comfortable with it and can appreciate the inherent betterness of that change. And this is true in our personal lives as well. Of course, being afraid of change means that many of us stay exactly the same throughout our lives. We spend each and every day working hard just to be able to maintain what we have, never really thinking about how we can gain. When setting goals or pursuing something specific, we often sabotage ourselves because the focus required to gain that thing means being willing to sacrifice something else. Success, after all, does require sacrifice. The pain of that sacrifice, though, is felt more deeply than the pleasure of the success. And so we often limit our success to things that require as little sacrifice as possible. But the truth is, whether we choose to sacrifice or not, whether we make that choice, change is inevitable. Quote, according to researchers, the body replaces itself with a largely new set of cells every seven years to 10 years, and some of our most important parts are revamped even more rapidly. End quote. We, as individuals, are completely different people every seven to 10 years. Our cells have refreshed, our bodies have aged, our experience with the world has changed, and the way that we think is different. When you really think about it, who you were 10 years ago does not exist. Sure, you still identify as the same person, but that's only because you have memories of the past you. Imagine for a moment that you were unable to form and store long-term memories. 10 years pass by and your body and mind have shifted completely. You then see a picture of yourself when you were younger and someone tells you about the events that led to that photo. Would you actually be able to identify with it? I'm not sure the answer, but I don't think so. Because without the memories, emotions, and experiences that can lead you back to that place to help you reconnect with that person, you would just see it as a different person. You don't have the memory of being that person. And so how could you possibly link those things to your current self? So let me ask you this. If you as an individual are completely different every seven to 10 years, what makes you think you can hold on to your life? If you are different, then everyone else is also different. The versions of you and everyone you love who lived 10 years ago no longer exist. You each have different experiences and will engage with each other differently. Your entire life is going to be different just because of this single idea that each human will completely shift every 7 to 10 years. 
And all of this is to say one thing, whether you like it or not, whether you desperately try to hold on to it or not, whether you beg and cry and bang your fists against the table in anger or not, everything is going to change. You are going to make those sacrifices. You don't get a say in the matter. It's going to happen anyway. That's a depressing idea. So what is the best way to deal with this? Well, in my view, the only way forward is to decide right now that you are going to have some say in the change that happens. Because remember, change is going to happen whether you like it or not. The most you can do, the most you have control over is whether or not you direct that change. How do you do that? By actively trying to change, by forcing it to happen, by embracing the fear and pain and sacrifice head on, challenging it to a duel and whooping its little booty like the conqueror that you are. At least that way, you'll be in control of the changes in your life. You'll be able to direct it, keep the things close to you that truly matter to you and choose to let go of the things that don't. You'll have a choice because you give yourself a choice. The more involved in the change you are, the more control and choice you will have. It's either that or you sit back, let change happen anyway, and wake up one day 10 years from now depressed, upset, and nostalgic for a time that no longer exists and people that no longer exist. It's your choice. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I know this was a little depressing, but hopefully a little empowering as well because we all have the power to direct the change in our lives that are going to happen anyway. We just have to get involved and choose to be a part of that change, to embrace that change rather than letting it happen to us without any control whatsoever. So hopefully it's a little bit empowering, but it is a reality. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've got a question for you and we're still doing the question of the day thing. So here's how this works. Head over to Instagram, find the podcast at Tiny Leaps and leave a comment on today's post. It will be a question, this question, what part of your life, your fitness, nutrition, finances, career, relationships, mental health, which part of your life has changed the most in the last 10 years? Head over to Instagram, find the podcast at Tiny Leaps, give the page a follow and leave a comment on today's post to let me know which part of your life has changed the most in the last 10 years. Thank you so much for tuning in. I've been Greg Clunas. Remember to click subscribe wherever you are tuning in today. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day. Every day.